This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Alabama Congressman Mike Rogers is joining in on the call to withdraw U.S. membership from the World Health Organization. At the end of May of this year, Congressman Robert Adderholt, Mo Brooks, and Jerry Carl all signed on to a letter that was sent to the Biden administration that urged the president to withdraw from the WHO. Now Rogers is reintroducing the American Sovereignty Restoration Act of 2022. That bill would withdraw the U.S. from both the WHO and the United Nations. In that legislation, Rogers wrote that the U.N. has proven repeatedly to be an utterly useless organization and when it comes to human rights and dignity to be nothing but a puppet for the Chinese Communist Party. Rogers also says the World Health Organization is corrupt and has lost all credibility when they aided China in covering up the origins of the COVID-19 virus. The Alabama Republican Party leadership is now looking into statements that were made from an Alabama Democratic Party leader regarding Senate candidate Katie Britt. The GOP Steering Committee recently met to discuss the comments that were made by outgoing executive director for the Democrat Party, Wade Perry, where he said that Katie Britt, a Republican, helped Democrat Doug Jones win the U.S. Special Senate race in 2017. Those comments were reported by 1819 News this past weekend. GOP Chairman John Wall has reached out to the Brit campaign for more information on these statements following a very intense discussion about the article by the steering committee. Perry posted in a tweet that Brit was super helpful to the Democrats in the Doug Jones race in 2017. At the time, Brit was working for Senator Richard Shelby, who was openly opposed to Republican Roy Moore winning that seat. Britt is now in a runoff election with Mo Brooks that's going to be held June 21st for the Senate seat that Shelby is now vacating. Speaking of the Alabama Republican Party, the candidate committee will be hearing four election contests from within the GOP primary elections that were held this past May. The contested races are Alabama Senate District 27, which is between Jay Hovey and Tom Watley, Alabama House District 2, which is between Jason Black, Kimberly Butler, and Ben Harrison, The committee will determine who goes into a runoff election since two of those candidates received almost the same percentage of votes. Alabama House District 28, which is between Mac Butler and Gil Isbell. And lastly, House District 29, which is between Mark Gidley and Jamie Grant. These cases need to be resolved before the June 21st runoff election is held. An Auburn University assistant professor has been arrested for charges of child pornography. The arrest of Amarjit Mishra is a result of a multi-agency investigation that started months ago. Officials from within Auburn University have acknowledged the arrest of Mishra and have released a public statement announcing that the assistant professor is on administrative leave following his arrest. Mishra will not be back on campus either until the university evaluates the matter. Mishra was booked in the Lee County Jail and charged with five counts of possession of child pornography. A federal judge gives a mobile man nine months in prison for defrauding the Paycheck Protection Program from the U.S. government that was provided during the COVID-19 virus outbreak. 43-year-old Demetrius Richardson pleaded guilty to the charges of committing wire fraud. He filled out a PPP application claiming that his janitorial business had lost over $100,000 in revenue 
During the COVID-19 outbreak, Richardson was then approved for a $20,000 loan. The only problem was that Richardson was actually in prison serving time for a drug conviction. When he got that loan, the attorney for Richardson argued to the judge that the defendant played a lesser role in the scheme than the other co-conspirators. The co-defendants in this case are Kareen Campbell and Tiana Earl. Campbell was in control of the bank account that Richardson had in his name. Gas prices are now breaking records in the wrong direction by going up. According to AAA of Alabama, the average price per gallon is $4.57. That price is 27 cents higher per gallon than just a week ago. In the past month, the price per gallon has gone up by 59 cents. As bad as it sounds, it's so much worse in other states like California, where there are reports of gas at $10 per gallon in the town of Mendocino. Good news when it comes to a military helicopter crash near the town of Ozark. The two pilots on board survived that crash. They only sustained non-life-threatening injuries and were treated at a medical facility. The crash involved a Boeing AH-64 Apache out of Fort Rucker that was doing routine exercises. The crash is now under investigation. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news. The White House is speaking out about a bill in the state of Louisiana that is about to be signed by a pro-life Democrat governor, John Bell Edwards. The legislation would ban abortions in that state with no exceptions for cases of rape or incest. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre called it an attack on fundamental freedoms and a criminalization of abortion. Democrat State Senator Katrina Jackson sponsored the bill and expanded its writing to ban abortions after fertilization and implantation. The only exceptions in that bill is in regards to ectopic pregnancies in a woman, which involves fertilization outside of the uterus. The bill also implements a prison sentence and fine for a doctor who performs an abortion in that state. Jackson responded to the White House statement on this bill saying she respects President Joe Biden, but this legislation is consistent with her pro-life views throughout her life and career. The bill is in preparation for the overturning of Roe v. Wade from the U.S. Supreme Court. A report from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services shows that the National Institute of Health failed to provide oversight to grant money for research that also involved foreign financial interests. In the report, the HHS shows that the NIH granted $31 million in biomedical research money in 2020. Two-thirds of those getting that money did not meet federal disclosure requirements when it comes to foreign entities also being involved in providing resources and funding to the project. That includes, in particular, any outside funding funding coming from the Chinese government in these research projects. The Inspector General report from the HHS says this raises concerns over the threat to integrity of research and conflicts of interest. The HHS report made recommendations for the changes in this regard. The NIH says that they've agreed to those changes. A former Trump administration official has turned the tables on the Democrat-led House Select Committee for the January 6th protest and Capitol breach. Former White House advisor Steve Bannon is headed for trial in about a month for refusing to comply with a congressional subpoena regarding the January 6th event. Now Bannon's lawyers have issued subpoenas of their own to Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi and other members of that committee requiring them to show up in court during Bannon's trial and answer questions. Bannon's attorneys say this will reveal how politically motivated the contempt charges are against Bannon. The members of Congress will likely file a motion to quash those subpoenas based on the speech and debate clause 
of the U.S. Constitution, that clause protects the legislature and its activities. The move from Bannon comes just days after former Trump trade advisor Pete Navarro was arrested at an airport by the FBI for similar charges coming from that committee. Over in a New York City courtroom, a federal judge has determined that a sex assault civil lawsuit will proceed against actor Kevin Spacey. Another actor, Anthony Rapp, has filed the charges. Judge Kaplan ruled that Rapp provided material fact regarding the allegations. Rapp claims that Spacey sought to gratify himself sexually with Rapp at a party in New York City back in 1986. At that time, Rapp was only 14 years old. Spacey denies the allegations. A few weeks ago, British prosecutors allowed for Spacey to be charged in that country with sexual assault of three men in London back in 2005 and 2013. A recent YouGov poll shows that almost two-thirds of Americans do not like the plan that is coming out of the U.S. Department of Education. That plan would expand the definition of sex and gender to include gender identity. The changes being sought by the Biden administration involves Title IX definition of sex. Only 37% of Americans who were polled want sex and gender to be redefined and expanded to sex stereotypes, sexual orientation, and gender identity, which is what's being proposed by the Biden administration. 71% of Americans also believe that biological males should not be allowed to compete in women's athletic programs in the name of gender identity and transgenderism. 61% of Americans say that parental consent should also be required before a school counselor can address a student's gender dysphoria or transgender ideation. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure and check out Right Side Radio and host Phil Williams as he talks to 1819 News' Jeff Poor about the weekend article he put out about Katie Britt and Wade Perry. As you might imagine, that that blew up. uh, Yeah, you'd uh, think. The thing is, uh, Wade, though, has his tweets protected, so uh, having, having been following him on Twitter for a long time, I just screenshotted him and stuck him up on our website so the world could see. <laughs> uh, so that being said, you imagine the uh, the hilarity that ensued after that. Uh, we yeah, have hilarity an- and panic. <laughs> <laughs> we have anecdotal evidence of Democrats crossing over and going yeah. to vote in the Republican primary. I, I yeah. think that's true in Watley's race. I think that's true in this uh, at Aniston, uh, a Senate seat, Del Mar's old seat. I think it's true in the Senate race. I think it's why Kay Ivey and Katie Britt out poll or out out ran the polls uh, like yeah, they I did. Do too. Yeah. So so anyway, uh, now we have a high ranking Democrat official in this state. What few there are saying uh, as much, and I I can see where Republicans might have some questions. However, if you don't like that process, I don't know what you do. you got to change the rules, right? Well, let me ask you this. Let's speculate about why he tweeted it, just for a minute. I mean, I see any number of options. Number one, you mentioned he may just been trolling Alan Farley. Like, yeah, Alan, whatever, here you go. But then he may also have been, I heard someone say they think that he might well have been just uh, sort of Doing that like secret code, like wink, wink, it's okay to go crossover vote, folks, and you know, and, and basically uh, go down that road. The other is some folks think that he's trying to press Katie's numbers down because they want Mo Brooks to be the guy they have to be campaigning against for November, which I don't think really matters, to be honest, which Republican. It's going to be a Republican no matter what. Um, but your thoughts, why would he, or was it just one of those things like Friday night where he said, hold my beer, and he went at it? <laughs> 
don't yeah, know. I think it's I think it's a, a little bit of that. But uh, if this is really some kind of surreptitious uh, 4D chess he's playing here, uh, Senator, I, I think he. <laughs> He unlocks his tweets, and he's not exactly a social media influencer. He has 1,781 followers. He's not really big on the grand scale of things. So uh, anyway, I, I uh, you see this, and you, you kind of think, uh, I, I think he had just had a few soda pops on a Friday night and wanted to mess around Farley, to be honest. Nice. Okay. You can find more of that podcast at rightsideradio.org. If you're enjoying The Daily Detail... Be sure and pass on a link to a friend and remind them that they can subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 